All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky, your pal Rick. And honestly, this one's going to be a tough one for me to do this intro um, because I'm just coming off a Vegas bender. And I purposely didn't record the intro for this because I want to make sure that I'm being honest and truthful with you all. And I want you guys to see the shape I'm in because I am hurting. But before we get into this week's episode with 12 a.m., uh, if you're not interested in any of me, what I'm doing, feel free to skip along to my, the maybe the seven, eight minute mark while I share a couple quick stories about my trip to Vegas with the boys from my buddy's bachelor party. Um, if you're just here for the 12 a.m. piece, by all means, just skip along. He, he was great. He was phenomenal. We had such a good time. Some of the stories he told were honestly unbelievable. There were some wild ones where we kept laughing. So skip ahead. You'll enjoy it. I can guarantee it. So um, other than that, my friends and family who are listening to this, we just had George's uh, bachelor party, not George, my old co-host, his younger cousin, and went to Vegas, and it was uh, honestly a really, really fun time. We did exactly what you think we did, like pool parties, nightclub, gambling. You know, we had like some, one of my buddies had like a $600 hand, another buddy had a $1,000 hand. We, you know, we had bottles in the pool parties. We threw people in fully clothed and just had a really, really Really good. I mean, those trips where you just go and you laugh the entire time, like where your cheeks hurt so much from laughing, but then you get back and you haven't drank any water because you you're basically dehydrated the entire time. Uh, that's basically been this trip. Uh, it was really fun. I've been to Vegas now maybe I don't know nine or ten times. I was just there last month for work, uh, so going back there was pretty. It was pretty fun this time, especially going with like the, possibly one of the best groups of guys I've gone with, uh, and it was good because. We didn't all know each other like really well growing up. There was a couple of different cliques, but all of our cliques got got along really, really well. Actually, not a couple different cliques, maybe two or two different cliques, three cliques. Uh, but a really, really, really fun time. Uh, the highlight of my trip, uh, obviously spending time with the boys, GB2, I love you, man. Uh, the highlight of my trip was definitely Wet Republic. We got to see Loud Luxury play there. But we had the Leaf game on in the background. So, like, we're watching the Leaf game. They're up one nothing. We're at the DJ booth with Loud Luxury. We're having just, like, the best time. And you get to meet so many cool people when you're on these trips. Like I got to meet some people from all, like, across the, the pond out in Europe. I got to meet some people from, like, St. Louis, Boston, New York. And uh, it was really fun. And then after the game ended, and if you don't know that the Leafs won, you've been living under a rock. Most of the people listening to this are probably from the GTA. So, you know the Leafs are, you know just broke a 19-year streak. And the fact that they advanced is huge, huge. It feels like it, it feels like they did the year the Raps made it to the finals and they and they ended up winning that year where they didn't have to face LeBron. Not only did we win, we don't have to face Boston. So we went to go watch the game, about eight or nine of us at the MGM Sportsbook. And when the Leafs scored that OT winner, I'm not kidding, drinks are flying, tables are getting flipped. It was like full-blown like debauchery. It was actually wild what happened. Uh, but obviously really good. Like all the boys were betting on the Leafs too. We all had full confidence that the Leafs were going to win. So that was kind of my trip that I had. Uh, and even kind of some of the other things that lead up to it. I'm also training for this Ironman, as you know, didn't do any training. So this week is really going to suck for me. I'm running a half marathon this week, which is really, really going to suck because this Vegas trip put me back a couple days. And thank God we kept the room on Sunday. We were flying out on the red eye and we kept the room all day Sunday. And thank God we did. Because it would have been like, if we didn't have that room on Sunday, just just relax for the day. Like I went straight to work this morning. I got off the plane. My dad picked me up, took me straight to work, and well, we worked together. But I was at work all day long. I left maybe thirty minutes early today to skip traffic to come down here to record this. So it was, um, it was definitely a tough one. Yeah. Anyways, to the episode now. We we had uh, Matt. He goes by twelve twelve a.m. I didn't know too, too much about him. I had friends that know who he was and uh, my good friends at Sony helped set this up, which was really appreciated. And, you know, we, this was probably my first bigger episode I did. Uh, you know, he's got millions of streams online, got like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and stuff. Like he's pretty big. And it was one of those episodes where I didn't know him at all. And he literally felt like one of the pals. Like we just started rolling and we got into, we had a couple of drinks. We're sharing stories and going back and forth. And, um, some of the stories that he shared, I was just sitting there. I'm like, this is why I do the podcast. This is exactly why I do this because you don't get this kind of love and attention from, from people during regular, I don't know, podcasts or regular interviews. Like, you know, I, we talked about it on the podcast where it's like 12, he does these radio promos all day long. It's like, tell us about the single, tell us about the, the theme behind it. Tell us about, you know, heartbreak and tell us about this where it's me and him just literally shot the shit for an hour. We ended up talking about, you know, how we went to 
Harbor 61st birthday and they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have any power so he bought a stake. Tells me that he's scared of bees and skydiving and you know some of his favorite shows and he's like a low key used to be a low key gamer and he's like wants to be a basketball player. Just random shit that you can't Google about someone. So um, twelve man, appreciate you coming on. Thank you to your boys that that rolled with us. Uh, your boys that rolled with through. Fuck, I can't even talk, man. Vegas, I hate you. For your boys that rolled with, thank you to them too. They were all great guys. And yeah, guys, honestly, I'm going to shut up because I feel like you guys just want to hear this episode because it's good too. And plus, I'm not making much sense right now. Uh, but this is me and I'm hurting and I love you guys. And other than that, LFG, let's go. You guys obviously had this big promo day today. Huge, yeah. What's a promo day like? Like, be and be. This is isn't coming out for two weeks, so if you want to like bash on some of the radio stations, you can. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, what, no, what's no. it like? It's got to be like a long fucking day. Uh, promo day, man. Honestly, I'll see all these artists complain about that, right? They're like, "Oh man, I just went on a, a, a ten-hour day of interviews on the radio." I'm like, "Man, shut the fuck up. This is what you dreamed about when you were a kid, yeah. and the moment you get that opportunity, you start complaining about it because it's cool." Like me. I love it because it's just like when you're a kid, you want to be on those interviews and like you watch those interviews. So like it, it was like a, it was a long day and it was a lot of a lot of questions. And, um, you know, obviously this type of podcast thing is amazing because it's a lot more um, organic and you talk about what you want. But like, you know, you go you go to radio station, the radio station or interview to interview and they ask you questions. And but uh, it's just cool, man. It's like. I don't know. A lot of artists like to to be, like back when they're not on camera, be like, "Oh man, such a long day," but that's what you signed up for. You and know what I mean? you said earlier, it's like you, at one point you were dreaming of these days. Yeah, like, like dude, when you were a kid, like just starting out, you're like, "Oh, one day, like I don't know, Z103 or like 99." Like I can't wait to be on that radio station. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. I mean, I used to watch like my favorite artists on like iHeartRadio, and I'm like, "Yo, if I could ever do that," and then like I I got the opportunity to do that so for me like i don't care how long it takes like that that's this is what i worked hard for you know what i mean and uh and and they're cool people too like i love all those people and it's cool because you meet you meet people you make friends with them and like we we got like tacos like right before the interview so like they're just like they're just awesome people so it's yeah it's never i don't know interviews for me like i just love them like it's just cool okay what's the one question you hate getting asked then Okay, there's there's one question I get asked like every single interview, and it's like 12 a.m. Where'd you come up with that? Is that the generic question? You that get is asked? like the go-to. Like I didn't even like want to try for this interview question because <laughs> it's like been asked every single time, and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, it's the same answer I gave because the actually uh, recently uh, it was the same interviewer that asked me the same question. Uh, I was like, no, I know you know because we had this conversation. <laughs> But that's the best of mine. Um, I hate the most is just my name. But I mean, it had up hate it. No, I mean, but. So then, when did the music stuff start then? So after, like, were you like low key like producing music? And, yeah, like, I was always on making your laptop music. and shit. Yeah, I was always making music. Even in high school, like in Ottawa, I was making music. I had like a song on the radio, and it was like a big deal. I thought it was a big deal until like the very next week, like someone else that I knew was also on the radio, and then it like completely ruined the magic i was like i thought this was really hard but uh it was cool um and i kind of started really taking it serious uh when i put my first song out on soundcloud and it started doing really well um it got on some like big youtube playlists and i was getting calls from like labels and uh i was like damn like i could actually make money off this and i remember the first ever money i made off of music so can gave me like five thousand dollars and to me i was like i'm rich like oh, i was yeah. like i was like i don't have to work again like this <laughs> okay is, this, let's, this let's relax there right? yeah. no i was you like you weren't getting paid that much at the fucking securities job then no 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 i know i was but i'm thinking music yeah i just made five thousand dollars off chilling. of music yeah. i was I'm, like i'm gonna be i'm the next drake i literally thought i was the next drake yeah and then uh because because that's like to me, I'm. I was like, "There's no way you can make money in music," because like my mom always was like, 
get a real get a real job. job. Yeah. Yes. Literally just gonna say yeah. the same thing. So I was so when I saw five thousand, I was like, actually, you know what? I think it was ten thousand. I think it was ten thousand. So it was a little. Yeah, it might more. as well be twenty. Fuck it. It yeah. was a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think once I saw that, I was like, wow, I can really do it. And then uh, I was just I was releasing music for a little bit. Um, but I also, I was taking care of my mom. She had cancer. So it oh, was kind of like one of those things where I couldn't really focus on my career. I had to focus on my mom. And then I think once I really started my career is when my mom passed. And then I was like, I had an option cause I didn't have like a home. You know what I mean? Like my mom lived with a, lived in a place that a cancer research doctor owned. So once she passed, I had to like get out of the house basically. So I just moved to LA with like, I think I had $20,000 saved up and I knew a couple people. All right. I'm DJ. feeling bad. And then, and then uh, once, um, once uh, I moved there, I had 20 racks saved up. And I was like, I just have to, I have to do this. Like, serious. And but you're then, all in at this point, right? You I don't was, have an option. I was, it was, there was one plan and that was it. And if I'm not, then I'm, I'm just one of those, I'm just homeless in LA basically. So, uh, and then I met um, through... A girl, actually, Alec, who was uh, my old manager, and I still love to this day, who was uh, post day-to-day. And then he kind of heard my music. And I, I just wanted to be friends with people, though. I wasn't pushing my music, you know what I mean? I wasn't like, I was just being friends, like kind of like this podcast, you know what I mean? Like Becoming pals. Becoming pals, exactly. And that was my main strategy. And then uh, we were all I'm secretly going to start a music career after this. That's what you should do. Like that is, that's <laughs> no, how man, I trust did me, it. Trust me. If you've ever heard me sing or do anything musically related. Oh no, man. Hey man, if you ever heard me mix, I could take your voice and you could sound like Adele. We so can work maybe, together. I, maybe I do have a fucking career. You, you never know. You ne- maybe one day. Hell of maybe a one tool, day. dude. But Sorry, continue. But yeah, so I, then I, I, I met them and then, you know, he just introduced me to Dre London and then, uh, and then I signed uh, a publishing deal after my first record and it was like the first time I ever saw like real money and I was like, wow, I did this. And it was crazy because on the plane there when I had just a little bit of money saved up, I was like manifesting, I need a manager and I was like, all right. I'm going to manifest my favorite artist with Post. I was like, I want Post Malone's manager. And then I swear to God, in four weeks, uh, I'm chilling with all of them and it's happening. So I was like, well, that was easy. And then I started manifesting like things that didn't happen. I was like, I want $5 billion. <laughs> I, was like, I thought that's how it worked. But Well, let me ask you, do you, do you believe in manifesting? Like, yeah. Do you genuinely like truly believe it, or do you just believe in like, you know, you work hard and you get something? You definitely have to work stupid hard, but I do believe in it because even when I was a kid, like I would be in the mirror, like rapping Eminem and like literally seeing myself on stage. And I didn't even know that was manifesting. I was just a kid with like an imaginary, like, like dreams. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, I think it's really real when you put the two and two together, like when you speak it out in existence and, uh, and it, and it happens for like big things and small things too. So it, it it makes you prepared too for like an opportunity. So even like for this podcast or like interviews and stuff, when I was a kid, I would always like pretend to get interviewed. You know what I mean? Or I would pretend to perform live. So like the first time I ever performed live was in Europe and it was like a sold out crowd. And my friend that I was performing with, his name is Jez. He's an artist. Jez Dior is an insane artist. Um, he was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, nah, like not at all. Like I've already done this like a hundred times in my head. So in the bathroom yeah, with and the then, comb or something. And then I went out and I just did what I've always done in my head. And it was like, obviously there's like, there's times where it doesn't go as well as you plan it. Man. You, you, nothing will ever like go fully, you know, according to plan, like all the time you're, you're going to have those days. But in terms of manifesting though, I genuinely do believe it. I find myself a very like just genuinely lucky person. I find myself, I just get lucky. Yeah, same dude. And I tell people this, like, well, how do you figure you get lucky? I was like, you know those days where you're speeding the whole fucking drive? I'm going 140 for like 45 minutes. Uh, there was a cop. I drove right by a cop, didn't get a ticket. Like, it's those little things. Like, or, you know. <laughs> you just, you just, yeah, you're like, breaking the law, man. Yeah, like, no, like, yeah. like, I'm just, I'm going. Like, I get myself like, stop me. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm, I want to go see Luke Combs this Saturday. Let me see if I can get free tickets. I message someone, yeah, no problem. Got you. Two yeah. tickets, second row or something. I'm like, wow, fuck. Like, yeah, I don't even have to really like work. I just, it's true, I find man. myself I get lucky, and then it's also because I genuinely believe I'm a lucky person. That it kind of just snowballs. That I believe I'm a lucky person. I get lucky. I believe I'm a lucky person. And I guess that's kind of manifesting too, but maybe not on a specific I think it is. thing. But because I I get told the same thing, like man, you're so lucky, and I'm like, 
and and they mean it in a good way. They're not like, yeah. how no, the yeah. hell did you do this? You suck. You like you know what <laughs> I mean? Fuck but like, you. But yeah, it's just it's like luck, but also it's it's because you're drawing it in to your life. So um, I you know even with like anything in life, like not even career wise, just like anything I really set my mind to, I can do it at some capacity. There's no, it's not like you can just manifest a million dollars and it yeah. happens but you have to work at it yeah you, you have to you have to definitely work at it well so let me ask you this then if you believe in manifesting you believe that you're, you're a fairly lucky person obviously like and, and feel free to tell me to fuck off on this on this question your, your mom passing and obviously you must have been fairly young and your mom must have been fairly young cancer is the one thing that you know we can't manifest out of mm-hmm. like how do you explain that and how would you say like that affects you because you believe you're a lucky person you believe that you can manifest these good things and you have obviously manifested a fuck ton but then, like, arguably, that's probably one of the biggest, most, like, impactful moments of your life. So 100%. How, would you, how would you define that? That if manifesting works, what the fuck happened on that one? Uh, man, honestly, I was lucky with that, too. She had uh, stage four pancreatic cancer, and she was only supposed to live six months, and she lasted six years. Okay. So, like, and... So, fuck, maybe you did that. Maybe you are. You know what I mean? Like, like obviously, losing a mom, like, you're never lucky. But, you know, she, she got... She was actually the first person in Canada to try uh, a trial drug for that that extends like life for a long time so you know when you get told it was hard though because it was like how old are you at this time you're a teenager well she had kidney cancer when i was like eight so i don't I, my whole life she had cancer um but then pancreatic cancer when she started chemo that's when i was like her like caregiver like yeah but she uh it was kind of like month to month like we'll we'll find out how you're doing every month so like that's the fucking like, worst too. Uh, it was you're like constantly living on eggshells. Exactly. Oh, like we got good news this month. She died another month. And it's like, yeah, it's like oh fuck. This month might not be the same. Can you give me a couple months, maybe? Yeah. Like just say she's good for six. But uh, no, I think you know I was always really positive about it. And you know when you get told six months and it's like six years, like that's I, I can't do the math right now, but it's a lot of months. Ten, ten months. times. Yeah. yeah. Ten times. I got you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know how many months or 60 months. Yeah. Right. Or no, 12 months in a year. I don't know. I'm 60 to be uh, 72. 72 months versus six. So, you know, that I would, I would consider that like, you know, manifesting. Cause I would, I agree, yeah. there's no way she's dying. Well, especially if you hear, if you're told what them, right? Yeah. How does, how would you say that impa- impacted your music? Yeah. It impacted my music in a bunch of ways, honestly. Like one, it made me like feel real pain so it made me able to express real pain and that's why i feel like um a lot of genres that i make music in and the people i make music with with uh they always like can connect to me regardless of where anyone grew up whatever area like uh pain is a pain is pain right so you can relate to that and then another so that so that carried to my music where it's like I could just you really believed what I was saying because I really went through it. So it's like, you know, mental health or like being alone or like losing someone like I was like you could really feel it. And then on the flip side, because my mom lasted so long, it was like resilient. So it's like, yeah, listen, I went through what most people probably never should go through as a kid. 100%. I don't really care about some kid calling my music trash. <laughs> like, you know it's a I good mean? way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's so true because especially on the come up, nobody's ever, you're, you're not going to ever make it without haters. And you're never going to make it where people are like, everyone loves to say once you made it, oh yeah, I was friends with that guy in high school. I, was, I know this, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. But on the come up, nobody's like, oh fuck yeah, that's my boy, blah, blah, blah. Like you're always going to have those people like, oh fuck that guy. He's trying to do this and that. Like you hear it all the time. You yeah. hear like, think about how many people are friends with Drake from high school. Like, Everybody and their mother was yeah. friends with Drake from high school. Exactly. But like, I before, think I was friends with Drake. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, everybody <laughs> says that, but remember when he was, like, you know, the, the wheelchair kid in the grassy, like, yeah, he was getting made fun of in high school. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just, like, assuming he didn't play a cool character or something. Yeah. But you hear that. Now he's the biggest rapper and biggest musician in the world. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know. And, Drake, and people blah, blah. Still, still hate on anything, really, yeah. they, especially today's age. But, like, when you go through some crazy shit, the least that you care about is some comments. You know what I mean? So it just made me be like, it made me allowed myself to like really do it. And like, and, and I think it, it helped me not worry about what people would think. Cause I just didn't care. I was like, yo, listen, you can say whatever you want. I've been through it. <laughs> like, yeah. Again, what's like, what's someone going to say that's going to hurt more than like, you know, 
your mother passing nothing, nothing. exactly nothing. yeah and and like exactly so it, it definitely helped and uh you know uh obviously like it 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 helped and it obviously isn't like not what i wanted to happen but um but it definitely like and you know she was really supportive too even though she was a teacher so she was like go to school and i was like i just dropped out and she's like you Fuck. technically didn't drop out. You yeah, stop I just luck. yeah, just I, could, I think I'm still there. You're still tell me yeah. you can I still think, enroll if you want. I probably could use the gym still, like if my card yeah, might maybe, still work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go try it out. You still got your student card? No, you just use not. it for those like student discounts every now and then. What's I it wish. called? Uh, what's that? The little card that from the mall, the student card SPC. Oh, you I don't even remember. Ago? I remember though in, in that's like five years ago for you. I know like, you're still so young. I well, I I yeah, I don't know why I don't remember it, but uh. I was in res and they gave you like, um, what's it called? A little meal card. Yeah, meal card. I maxed that out in historic rate, dude. <laughs> I had no money in like a month. <laughs> like I was buying like everyone food. Don't and you they were like, like, your we parents all like, have oh, this, this is going to last you four months at least. Yeah. Like six weeks in, you're like, yo, I'm getting fucking low. And I'm trying to like rash. I'm like, hey, am I putting too many fucking cold cuts on the sandwich? Cause they like, sell you the sandwiches by weight. I don't know if they did that at your school. Mine I just, I think it was Smart Water. I don't know why. I just kept buying Smart really? Water. Really, mine was Vitamin. Oh, really? Yeah, mine was just water. I think, which is crazy because it's bougie free. ass water. Yeah, like bougie water. My man going me. over here buying fucking Fiji water by the twelve pack. Eh? Yeah, I, I thought I, because for me, like, I don't really like certain waters. Okay, Dasani agreed is just terrible. Yeah, no, that's the worst. Like thing everybody in the world, in the world can agree uh, agree that Dasani is bad. The only people reason people buy it is because it's the only thing that there because uh, Coca Cola. I wouldn't. I would rather be thirsty than drink no, Dasani. Yeah, hundred percent. It tastes like you got it out of a chlorine pool. Like that's what it tastes like. And that's disgusting. Uh, man, over being thirsty when your lips are so fucking parched and you're just like, Oh no, if I'm like dying, I'll drink it. But like, if I can wait 30 minutes, yeah, if you can wait 30 yeah, minutes, I'm not okay. drinking Dasani. What's your go-to drink? Like, I know I see what you got here. Is are those your go-tos? Jack and diet. Yeah. Really? Why yeah. diet? Well, you don't get a hangover. I think that's a myth. What do you mean? What's the difference between the diet and the regular? It could be. I, mean, I don't know the science behind it, but I don't get... Oh, well, the sugar. Yeah, but there's still sugar in diet, isn't there? No, there's zero. It's not zero. No, it's Diet Coke is zero sugar, is zero it? calories. Zero. Yeah. So you, you don't get the sugar that you would get from Coke. Like, it's a massive difference. Okay. And you, you're cutting cows. Okay, cutting cows is a big one. Yeah. yeah. That's why I do doubles usually, double vodka seven. Yeah. What's, so, what's your least favorite? Like, oh, a shot that someone pours to you? Just vodka. Like, like, it's disgusting. Really, in general? Yeah. yeah. Anything vodka for a shot is just, I, I could do anything but that. Wait, what's your rider? My rider? Honestly, like, a lot of artists have crazy writers. I used to have crazy writers. I'm not going to lie. I used to, like, I used to put, like, jokes on them to see if they'll do it. Like, I, I did one time that uh, on my rider, I was, like, a picture of this guy named Jack Roy. He was uh, uh, my tour manager. And uh, I was, like, a picture of Jack Roy framed... Uh, by the seat and they're like we couldn't get a frame I was, like, I, I was like that's a joke you didn't have to do that but usually it's just like a bottle of jack and gummy bears and uh gummy I, bears a little random though no? i love i will not anymore my man's having my, my man's having diet coke so he doesn't want the sugar and he's getting diet he's getting gummy bears well eh? right now i'm cutting the sugar so, oh, so i'm not so doing right yeah yeah but just on right tour now. definitely gummy bears and then um uh a charcuterie okay yeah that's okay, we love that. Must. And then if I have, like, usually when I go on tour, I have a bunch of people, so I just let them do it. That's fair. And, you know, that's a nice thing to do because sometimes people don't, and then you're stuck without, like, your entourage or your boys or your whatever, they're stuck without the food. Yeah, I don't really, like, I don't really care. Like, I'm not, like, I know some people that are crazy writers, but uh, I usually just let my boys just take whatever they want. So if they, if they want to grab whatever, I just say load it up. Because at the end of the day, they're going to get as much as they can, and they're going to cap you out. Like oh, So yeah. I just say, put whatever on. What's your go-to on the charcuterie board? Just, oh, like, first off, cheese. Just a ton of cheese, obviously. But like, which, which kinds? Uh, dude, I I love cheese, but I'm not, I don't know the names of it. But obviously, like, brie. Uh, Brie's good, yeah. Cheddar. Yeah, yeah I cheddar's like my least board. favorite. Really? On a charcuterie board. I like an board old aged oh, cheddar. Old age yeah. Okay. What about the meats? It's like, like your go-to, the first one you grab. Man, it's like, I I know what it looks like. I don't really know the names. Like you're of it. not cultured at all. I'm not cultured at all. You know, this is what Ottawa the, does to you, eh? With the patches, <laughs> the ones with the patches. Like, do you hear yourself? Literally, every fucking cold cut alive. Salami, right? 
Well, salami has like little mini patches. Then there's prosciutto that has like those like kind of prosciutto long, is it. Prosciutto is like yeah. top line. When like you go to banquet hall, they got prosciutto. You know they spend some money. Yeah. Then there's like soppressata, right, salami. Man. Different kinds this of salon. Knows, like, yeah. Fuck, man. This guy's been around the world, I man, guess. this is fucking Ottawa. <laughs> Speaking Roxy or whatever yeah. you just <laughs> What was that? What, what? I probably love it, too. Cause... Um, soprasata? Yeah, what is that? It's like it's basically kind of like a salami. It's kind of like a salami prosciutto on the spectrum of like prosciutto being top of the line, salami being like ham is the bottom of the line. We I all know yeah. that. Ham is like. I still eat ham, though. Yeah, so alive. It's there. Yeah. I I'm like strictly on that like seafood diet. Like I see food, I eat food. Nice. Like yeah. That's, so I'm I'm the same way. I I just if there's food in front of me, it's gone. I've never been like when I go to restaurants, I just ask the waitress or waiter to order for me because I just want to try some shit. What's your favorite restaurant in the city? Sorry, in, in the, the city. city, man, that's hard. Like, okay, there's two ways to go about it. One. I'm a state guy, and I do love Harbor Sixty, but that just no. It's you can't that you cannot go wrong by saying Harbor Sixty. Okay, cool. Classic steakhouse. It's, it's expensive. Classic. It is what it is, but yeah. it's you pay. You get what you pay for. Exactly. You're paying top dollar. You get top steak. Exactly. And then okay, number two, I would do Sukotai. Where Sukotai? Never even heard of it. Oh man, incredible Thai food. It's near my spot. Where? Uh, distillery. Really? Yeah, but there's Sukotai everywhere. I've never even heard of that. It's so good. Cashew chicken. I live near Kaosan Road, okay. which is like one of the best Thai foods in Toronto. Sugo Thai is up there, dude. Okay, I'm going to try that out. I didn't have it. I, I, when I moved to distillery, actually, my a at Sony told me, you got to try Sugo Thai. I'll shout out Sony on that one, eh? Yeah. Your birthday? Oh, yeah. So my birthday at Harbor 60. Uh, you know what I love when people say that? You see eyes light up. You're like, okay. Here we go. Well, it's, it's not Here really like go. it's not really like a part. Like so, my birthday was low key. Me and my manager Karma, uh, he took me to Harbor Sixty. And, good call. Well, good job. not it's, a good call because oh, the, not a good call. Their power was out. So nice little candlelit romantic dinner. Well, we order all the starters. You don't go to Harbor Sixty to get some starters, no. and the starters are expensive. Fuck yeah! Like so thirty dollars for fucking Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And uh, so we're sitting there ordering starters. And we're like, all right, like, let's get the steak. It's, it's time. And they're like, sorry, uh, we can't do any steak. The power's out. And I'm like. You don't have a backup generator. Damn, I know. That's what I'm saying. So I was like, damn. Like a place clears probably like a mill a week. You can't get a backup generator. And I'm just like, you wouldn't tell us before. And no discount, too. Come on. Like, you know, a little 10% off. A little all right, we're going gonna to cut the Harbor 60. Promo out of no, this. There's still no, the shout out. there's no, still the best. No shout-out. There's still the best. But um, so I was like, you know what? Let me uh, let me just get a steak to go. I'll just cook it at home. So, wait. So you got a steak. What, what do they even put it in? Do they like tinfoil like it? A, like like a, a, I don't know, like a brown bag. So wait, you got a raw steak from Harbor 60? Yeah, because I was like, I want to eat steak tonight. That's like my Bro, birthday. go to the keg down the street or something. Like, it had to be are? from Harbor 60, dude. So wait, you ordered... Did, did they charge you full pop? They definitely charged me full pop. Bro, they pop. didn't even cook it. They didn't cook it, no. But it's good steak. So you walked out with... It doesn't, did it, you eat the starters or did you take the starters to go? No, we ate uh, everything. And then... Uh, and then you just, hey, can I, I'll take the steak to go. So they like wrap it in like the brown paper. Yeah, we got and then, two. And then I went back. We cooked it. And then we ate it. And we were like, yo, that's so My man just so paid $100 good. for a steak you bought for like 20 bucks or something. Man. Like, yeah. And then... Ooh, it was. This was right fun. after that ten thousand dollar check, eh? You yeah, got it. This is right after that moment. I was eh? Feeling good. You feeling good? And then, and then the, the same night. Worst stomach pain. No. So then that's on you, man. Food poisoning. That's on you. I don't think so. Cause it, what what was the steak that we got? Ribeye. Yeah. How can you how can you cook that wrong? I don't know. How can you? You can't, dude. You well, can I eat know. that. You can eat you that. Did. You can eat that. Really, you did. <laughs> Uh, you know what I did I'm not gonna talk bad About Harbor City That's that's I've never in my entire And I know people Who go there Like religiously I've, I've never even heard Of anybody ever well, they Taking a steak out They didn't want To do it But I was just like Yo I'll just pay For the whole thing You don't have to Give me no special discount And you just hand me The raw steak Bro this That's actually crazy Yeah But I was like yeah, it's my birthday it's what I need. Is this like during COVID or something Like where it's like There's a reason like No No this is like Every, every other restaurant In Toronto is open Yeah Oh, okay, good. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. Jacobs, yeah. You know, solid second. I thought it was gonna be a cool idea too. Like until wow. you had food poisoning. Until I got bad food poisoning for like two days. No. Yeah, it was bad. Did you even go out after? 
No, of course not. I was in the fetal position. I got a, I got a random the lot. So I'm, I have like a crazy good stomach in the sense that like I never get sick. Like, yeah, me either. I like I cleanse my body like numerous times a day. And that's the polite way of saying I take a shit a lot of times a day. So I'm in, I'm in Portugal with uh, so we did a big Europe trip last summer. I'm I'm traveling Portugal with like a good female friend of mine. She took me out for my birthday dinner. We did a bunch of spots. The next day we did like this tour to like this small little town called Sintra where they have like colorful castles and shit. It's, like very like Harry Potter esque. Yeah. Great day. Then we went to this like nice spot right on the ocean on like a cliff town, something. Had oysters, had seafood, but whatever. As we're driving back, I'm like, man, I don't feel good. Like I'm like lying down on her lap, like oh, just like shit. pure like bitch move. I'm not feeling good. We get back, we go for a little walk, and get back. I'm like, I think I'm gonna throw up. So she goes oh, to bed. No. I go throw up. Go back to bed. Wake up in the middle of the night, like dry heaving like dying of water i would have drank fucking whatever's worse than dasani that night i was so bad wow. drink but the problem is when you have like food poisoning anything you put down it's coming, coming right back up yeah. so i drink 30 minutes i wake up like throw up. it was just like the worst thing ever and fuck i shouldn't even tell this story on the pox it's so disgusting but whatever just let it go just let it out so we so the next day we're flying home to toronto so i'm in the morning i'm like dad i'm not gonna make it i'm like fuck it i, I upgraded us both got us extra leg space whatever we get to the airport it's like you know you have been to europe yeah, of course. So, you know, like lost, they're like little windy cobblestone roads. Yeah. We're driving. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. She's like, we're going to be there in five minutes. Don't worry. Five minutes. Five minutes. We get out. As soon as we get to the airport, I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I literally look, I projectile vomit from like literally here oh, to the wall. Oh no. Like five meters. So I'm like, I've never done that I'm, I'm on my hands and knees. Like, <gasps> like, it's just this most disgusting. Thing Security comes out to me. So I'm like, Portuguese dude, are you okay? I literally just look at him like bloodshot eyes, like watering. And I'm just like, do I fucking look okay? Yeah, no. Like, do I fucking look like okay? You see what I just did? Yeah. Do I look okay? And she's like, this poor girl almost just like rubbing my back. Like, you're fine. Oh, like, you're amazing. fine. And I'm just like, don't fucking touch me. I'm oh, fucking sweaty. I haven't showered since I threw up this morning. Like, I'm going to lose it. It was the most vile thing ever. So I know how you feel. It wasn't actually, and it was my birthday too. Well, yeah, that, that seems crazy though. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't ha I didn't exorcist it. Yeah, mine was bad. Yeah, that 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 seemed wild. I, I, I actually am afraid of throwing up, so anytime really? I have to, yeah, I hate it. Like I've I hate it so much. So projectile vomiting is on my like top five list of things I never want to do. Okay, what's we'll say the four? Skydiving. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's why. Why? You have a better chance of like getting killed in a car crash than skydiving. Yeah, but ask me if humans are supposed to jump out of planes, man. The answer is no. Bro, it's like it's such a thrill, though. Yeah, like, you ever you. go on a you ever go on a roller coaster like Kenna's Wonderland? Yeah. Same fucking shit. Nope. I'm not jumping out the roller coaster. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's what's, what's we got two of them? What's what's else on the list? Um, man, honestly. Oh, 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 uh, bees. That's my biggest fear. All right, guys, if you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. Like, Dude, bro, how are you scared of bees? I've never been stung, and my idea is I don't know if I'm allergic or not. So you ever had honey? Yeah. Not allergic to bees. Is that true? I don't know, but it makes not, sense in my not mind. not true. Mm -mm. Bro, there's no way you're allergic to bees. If I got it's stung so and I just... And I can't breathe? That's, that's not worth it. I'm not afraid of it hurting. I get tattoos. It's probably the same... You know what well, I mean? But I don't even hurt as much as tattoos. That's what I'm saying. I'm not afraid of it. I'm just afraid because I am a hypochondriac. I'm afraid that I'm going to have like, I'm going to drop and start fucking I shaking. I, I wish my co-host was still here. So my co-host, George, <laughs> fucking biggest hypochondriac in the world. Like, yeah. Maybe not so much now, but before like, he would call me. We'd, we'd have like a crazy night out. So Saturday night, he'd call me on Monday. Yo, how you feeling? I'm like, feeling fine. Why? He's like, I still got a headache. I think something's wrong with me. That's me. And I'll call him like, yo, you need to go to the hospital right now. And I'll fuck with him because like, I know he's a hypochondriac. I know he's fucking fine. He's just hungover. It's a two-day hangover. I'll call him like, yo, I Googled it. I think you're actually like, <laughs> I think you're having like a heart attack or That's something. That's what my friend He's like, bro, me. I can't have a heart attack. That's my heart. It's my brain that hurts. I'm like, you're having a stroke. Yeah. You need to go to the hospital right now. I'm like, no, man, my arm doesn't hurt. So I'm not having a stroke. But like the worst. The no, worst. It, I actually, other than bees, like I totally am not a hypochondriac anymore. But they tell you not to run when bees are around and you won't get stung. And I've I've never been stung in my life, and I always run. <laughs> so I don't know if that's true. I'm basing it off of life experience. You run. All right. Always. Okay. So wait, we got three. So what was the first one again? Jumping out of a plane. Jump, no, that or was, projectile vomit. Projectile vomiting. Jumping out of a plane. Bees. We got two left. Um. 
Man, I don't even know. That is a good top three. What about like drowning or something? No, I don't care about any of that. So sorry, you're okay drowning, but not jumping out of a plane. Like I don't want to drown. But I just don't think I will drown. Like there's a way bigger chance of a bee stinging me. They're everywhere than me drowning. I can swim. Bro, anytime you get a, a, a body of water, you could drown. No. What do you mean? I'm not getting like in the shower. What do you mean? I can't drown. No, okay, not in the yeah. shower. <laughs> and oh, oh, okay, oceans like with sharks and shit. I'm not jumping in there. That's that's four. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere where there's a shark that's a lot bigger than me and that will eat me, dude. Like, there's humans are supposed to be on land, and then we start going in the forest and the deep sea, in the air. Yeah, and then and then we start dying, and then people are like, "Why did that happen?" <laughs> it's because a bear is gonna beat you every time. Same with Actually, shark. technically, I think we started in the in the forest and in the like the jungles. Yeah, and we were getting our asses kicked. So that's what came out here, right? Yeah, we uh, were like, "This is sense. way safer." Okay, makes sense. What's the last thing you're scared of? Then what's what's like the? Actually, you are. I feel like you already given us the top ones. Let's, now you're just filling space. Yeah, those are the top ones, I guess. Um, okay, on the flip side, then what's something that you're not scared of that most people normally are? Like tattoos. Like obviously, you're not scared of tattoos. Yeah. Are people scared of tattoos? Some needles. Needles oh, okay. is a big one, right? Yeah, not, not scared of needles. Um, I'm not scared. I'm really not scared of like... Some people like are scared of... like Everyone's like, oh, make sure you lock the door. Like I, I never lock my door. You live in a condo, though. Yeah. Different. But even at even my house, I'm not afraid of someone breaking in. Like I'm not afraid of like that type stuff. I'm not afraid of like... Okay. I'm not afraid of guns, actually, which is weird. I, had, I got oh, robbed at gunpoint in L.A., yeah. Wait, what? Fuck, pistol right bop, in my forehead. And he's like, run your shit. And I was like, all right. And he's like, are you ready to die tonight? And I said, no. So, okay, no. let's let's rewind. You will not jump out of a plane yeah. with a parachute, which people do like recreationally. You won't do, but pistol to the face, you're like, yeah, whatever, cool. Well, at that point, it's just like he, he's either going to do it or not. So I don't have a, I don't have a choice. I, I have a choice not to get in the plane and jump off. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I'm not. If I fuck, I guess valid point. Valid yeah, point. I, if, if I have a choice, then I'm not doing it. But if I don't have a choice, I'm not really. Yeah, but bees. You yeah, don't go outside then. Well, no, no, no. I'm not that crazy. Because, <laughs> but, but a bee, I can outrun most bees. Actually, I don't think you can. I, I think that's the bee biggest, has never. I think that's the me. biggest cap on the. On the <laughs> a, a bee has never caught up with me. I'm a fast runner too. You don't look that fast. I know I'm I just don't, saying, look don't look that fast until you see a bee. And then you'll see, yeah, I could probably run I, some Man, track. I wish if Danny was here, I would have her fact checking this because I'm like almost positive you're not faster than a bee. Well, I'm probably not faster than a bee if the bee was smart enough to race me, but it starts <laughs> going left, right, up, down. Like it's not going in a That's straight line. It doesn't line. care about you that much. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't even want to hurt me. Enough. I know That's that. Enough. Okay, so wait, let's go, let's go back to the story. This pistol, or this pistol to the face story. What the fuck is this? Yeah, so. Tell us uh, the whole story. Yeah, he just said, uh, are you ready to die tonight? And I said, absolutely not. And, uh, and yeah, I'll pass. Like, tomorrow, hit me up. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, I gave him my wallet and everything. And then uh, they it was right on the middle of fucking Hollywood. Like, Boulevard. Yeah, just like in, it was like at 3 a.m. Um, and I just, I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm not ready to die today. Like, no, the answer is no. And then I didn't get shot. I got... I really don't assume people are just popping people in the head. No. Yeah, you know what I mean? So he was just getting what he needed and dipped. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens. Like, LA, Hollywood at night is, like, pretty pretty creepy. Especially downtown, man. It's like The Walking Dead. So I was just there, uh, when was it? Grammys weekend. I went there, like, not accidentally. I just happened to be there at the same time as the Grammys. I went there solo. I did all the touristy shows, but I'm, like, a couple days in West Hollywood. But yeah, it does get a little creepy at night, especially like Hollywood Boulevard there. Everyone thinks it's like, oh, it's Hollywood. Like, it's like glitz and glamour. It's like, man, you got some of these homeless people. I'm like, man, I'm fucking getting ready to square up because I think this guy's about to jump me. Yeah, no. And like, you're not scared of homeless people because like, you know, like majority of them can't beat you up. Yeah. Because like, they don't eat healthy. They're uh, all like druggies well, some of and the, shit. Well, the, the people but you never know. Homeless people in LA, like the problem with LA is like, it's really expensive. So a lot of homeless people have jobs. So okay. they, they could like, they probably go to the gym every day. Like they probably have gym memberships. I'm glad I didn't think this through before. Yeah. Cause then I would have been a nah, lot more scared. It's crazy. But, uh, I'm never like afraid of homeless people because you know, it's, it's not like they're not bad people, but in LA, the, the, the hardest thing for a tourist to do is not think that downtown is the spot to go. Cause you go to any city. It's like, 
Uh, let's go downtown. So a lot of people, when they come to LA, they like book Airbnbs downtown and then they go, where the fuck am I? Cause this ain't it. I'm West Hollywood all day long. Fuck you me. West Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, man. Like I like West Hollywood. I was studio. That's where I live. Studio city in yeah. North Hollywood. Yeah. So I stayed, I stayed in like right off of Hollywood Boulevard just cause that's where I got like a decently priced hotel. I also don't care for like nice hotels. I just, you don't, if I get a nice hotel, like if you stay at the W for example, I want to actually stay at the W. I want to use the amenities. I want to like walk around, hit the, the lobby bar. I want to do everything. The problem is when I'm in like LA, the last thing I want to do is stay at my hotel. I want to go do all my touristy shit. I go wander around. Like I walked, I don't know, 50K that weekend. Yeah. Just because you want to spend the whole time outside. But if you stay in a nice hotel, you're like, fuck, I feel like I should get my money's worth out of this hotel. I don't like hotels. I like Airbnbs for sure. Really? Yeah. When I went on tour, I... Uh I had them take all the hotels off, and I just personally booked. You a, booked your own. Yeah, Airbnb. Wow, good for you. And it was it was nice. We saved money, and you got to like live in nicer kind of spots. And there was a lot of us too, so it's way better than hotels. When well, you yeah, go with you're all gang. together too, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what was your favorite spot on the tour? Yeah. And then least favorite after. Actually, no, don't answer least favorite. Least favorite. I don't want you to shit on Toronto. some Toronto. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> like, favorite. yo, fuck. Yeah. No. Uh, I think my favorite spot in the American tour was ironic. Other than Los Angeles, because it was cool. Like we sold out the Roxy, so that was like iconic. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. But I think Salt Lake City, because really? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know much about it. There was probably a thousand people. Utah. Yeah, in Utah, and they went crazy i have a video of it and i i felt like for that one moment i felt like justin bieber because it was just a bunch of people screaming like every city like people loved it this was like they've never been to a live show in their life like it was like the first time they've seen it but it's not but that's just the energy um that's i've never heard and apparently why is because it's a mormon city so they I didn't know that, yeah. don't have like I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know enough about Mormons, but they just love. To well, my man's like, okay, L.A., Salt Lake City, back to L.A., loop back. <laughs> yeah, just do those two cities. <laughs> yeah, that's it. For the and rest like, of my hit life. up Toronto every now and then. No, Toronto. Like obviously Toronto. When we did the Elma combo and uh, Elma combo sick. Yeah, when we got we sold that one out too, and that was that was amazing. That was like probably my favorite show. Do ever. you know Wack Mike Wackley? Yeah, of course. So I I was just I randomly just bumped into him, so we had him on the pod. He's a legend. Uh, we had him on the pod a year and a half. So I'm I'm good. For, I was good friends with one of his daughters, Carly. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I've known them. I've known the family forever. Like you, we've been to the house when we were younger. Yeah. So I had Mike on the pod maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. I'm in Halifax for Easter weekend. My mom and dad just casually there. We're at a restaurant. I look up and like Wex had like an obviously like recognizable face. I'm like, Wex, what the fuck? What's up? What are you doing here? So you start shooting this shit chatting. Next day, we're flying back home. Aren't we like sitting across from each other at the airport? No He's way. like, yeah. Like you, man, I was telling him I'm doing the pod in here. He's like, man, you got to do the pod at Elma Combo, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Wex, like that's a full fucking like actual proper studio. Like yeah. in the basement, they have like real setup. I'm like, I have no fucking money, Wex. Like I do this like me yeah so he's like no we'll figure it out for you figure it out I'm like, okay fuck mike I'll, I'll let you know we'll, we'll get, i'm gonna get in there eventually and do one because that place is crazy oh my god dude it's so nice and he's so funny like when i uh his stories yeah especially once he tells off air yeah oh it was yeah it was cool it's the first time meeting him there and he was uh you should definitely do that podcast in that studio though yeah what do you mean call him up hopefully let's let's see what he gives me because fucking sometimes budgets I'll, I'll, we're, we'll both send him the podcast this segment right here. That's it. We'll send it. Mike, yeah. shout out to Mike. So what what are some other like good spots that you when you were on tour that you got to play at? Well, I, I, I toured Europe, which was insane. Um, actually, what was the best thing that could have happened was I just saw John Wick 4 or 5. Which one was the new one? 4. four. Right? Just saw John Wick 4. Have you seen it? No. All right. Well, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but there's uh, a scene in the movie that I was at. And it was in Paris, and it was where you have to take a trolley up, or you could do the stairs. Um, and I always wondered where that was, because I like didn't like when you go to a city after city after city, you're like, where am I? I'd have to before I hop on stage, I'd be like, yo, what city is this? Cool, Vienna. What up, Vienna? Wait, have you ever fucked up? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. What's up, Chicago? It's like, yeah. yo, we're in Toronto. We're in Toronto. Yeah, we're in Toronto. exactly. I've, I definitely in Europe because, uh, but. Uh, What's cool about Europe is they just love like American or Canadian music. Yeah. So they 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 were okay with me fucking up. Um, but usually I crack a joke too, but I don't do it often. But 
I was in I was in Paris, and after every show in Europe and in America, um, I will I would usually like go out with fans, uh, and they would show us the city, because I'm like, listen, if you got one night in a city, you might as well see it, and the best way to see it is with people who came to your show, and and it's cool. cool. So wait, you'll go out with like fans? Yep. So anybody ever? Sorry, do they ever get like weird or creepy? I mean, <clears throat> I'm assuming a lot of your fans are probably women too. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, women fans, and there there's also a lot of dudes like that. It's 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 like probably sixty forty. Oh, okay, so fairly women and and dudes. Like some cities, it's a lot of girls, and then some cities, it's sixty forty. Um, but uh, ironically, it's not like it, it's it's a it's kind of like a my age crowd too. So, um, but. There were some like there's some weird encounters for sure, but you could usually like spot them out. But at the end of the day, it's like, like anytime I'd be like, "Yo, like, where should we go?" Like, and they would get so happy, and I'm just like, "Listen, like, if if I have the ability to like, if that's like gonna make a a week or something, like, this is the best thing for me too, because it's making my week too." To like, so we went to Paris, and it was like four or five fans, and they were just so nice and. They were showing us uh, all of Paris, like in really quick, not all of Paris, but like the spots. And then we went up to this spot with a trolley and you could see all of Paris, like on this hill with like this, this church behind us. And we were drinking wine and like looking at it. And I'll, I'll never forget that moment. Like Paris was like, cause when I, when, when we came into Paris, I was like, damn, like it's kind of dirty. Like I thought it was like supposed to be beautiful, but and then at night you really see how amazing it is. But there's there was just so many cities. I mean, Vienna was amazing. Copenhagen was incredible. Um, Do you go to Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen? Probably. So I I went there twice. So okay. they showed me every spot. So again, like I'm just I'm just when you when you travel a lot for music, like you you don't take in all of the exact spots. Yeah, yet. a lot of things start to blend. Yeah, exactly. But. Well, let me ask you this. Do you like touring better? Or do you like being at home working on music better? I love them both. So, uh, ironically, I'm not the biggest fan of like going to concerts. Um, but I really? love performing. Yeah. Not that I don't like it. I just don't like kind of, I'd rather be like making music, mixing. Cause I mix my own music too. So I like the sonics of everything. And sometimes when I go to a show, like, the the engineering might be not as good you can't hear it i like to like listen to the music and sometimes you know when you go to a show and you kind of it's kind of like faded or you can't hear it properly um so but i when it's a great show i love it but okay so what's the best show you've ever been to best show i've ever been to um damn that's a good question oh actually no it's easy post okay which one uh, he was at actually, honestly, I took a uh, shrooms, um, and I went to the last uh, post show. He was at the Scotia Bank Theater, and that was like one of the first time I. I w- it was just like a microdose shrooms too. Like, oh, okay, so I not w- like you're not like fucking tripping no, balls. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I, I don't like to do a. It's like, like a little Scooby snack or something. Yeah, like exactly. Like one of those like little yeah, chocolate yeah. pieces. Um, and then that show was definitely the best. And I've always been a fan of post. Like, um. So, but him live is something special because he doesn't, he doesn't perform with a band. It's just him. So you just get captivated. You know what I mean? So I, I went to that same show too. And I remember thinking there's some artists who tour and perform and it's, it's part of the job and you know, that's, it's what they have to do and that's how they make their money and you get it. Then there's some people who perform because they genuinely love doing it. Yeah. I've seen like, this is not to shit on Bieber. I, I love Justin Bieber. I've seen him live five or six times and I just don't, I don't love his shows live. I just, I yeah. don't feel that, especially for a Toronto show that he's like, he really wants to be there. I feel like he goes through the motion and he's just, it's part of the job. I took my first ever girlfriend to Justin yeah. Bieber believe in high school. Yeah. And I think I liked it more than her. Really? I was, yeah, I was a big Bieber fan. No, I, I am. Yeah. Like I love all his music. And I, after every show I'm thinking like, fuck, I paid so much money. And I don't feel that I got my money's worth out of this. Post Malone, you see that, and like when he sings, like I fall apart, My like that song. song. I love that song. When he sings that song, you just see him like fucking fall to the floor and like scream, singing, like on point too. Like it's just unbelievable. You're just yeah. like, this is a guy who's generally so thankful and so grateful that 
he gets to do this night in and night out. Like stays after and signs autographs and shit for people. Yeah. And like, he's and he really is the nicest guy. And like what's what was cool about that show is, but after the pandemic, um, you know, I I didn't see a lot of those guys for a while because there was a whole pandemic and everything. And that was the first time I saw them a couple years, and it was just so nice to see like everybody, like the whole team, post Tyla, all those people that I like, you know, used to see a lot. Um, but just watching him perform and you could feel the emotion, you know what I mean? Like, but that's what you want to feel. And that's yeah. what, that's what separates. I don't want to say great artists from like good artists or good artists from great artists, but that's what the difference between, you know, some people who are casual fans becoming super fans as opposed to casual fans. Yeah. Like the people that the artists that really bring the energy and make it feel like, you know, this, this was that once in a lifetime show, even though they do this a hundred times a year. Mm-hmm. You want to feel that this was somewhere for me. Like the first time I, I really ever felt that. And I go to probably 30 concerts a year. I like literally love concerts. Amazing. I went to Adele and I wasn't an Adele fan originally. Like I, that would you know, rolling in the deep, to to, like, hello, yeah. cool. Like great. My mom loves it. She's like, Ricky, we got to go. And tickets were like an insane amount. I ended up having like a connection at the thing. Got four tickets. We went. I know two songs like rolling in the deep and hello or something. Yeah. So I'm listening on the way down. I'm like, oh, these songs are good. Like, you know, I like Adele. We got there and it was just Adele and she doesn't dance either. She just sways side to side yeah. and she fucking just sings. But she talked throughout the whole concert and just fucking sang her pipes out. Nah, she's and you're just incredible. like, she is, in my opinion, the greatest vocalist of ever. Yeah. You know what nah, I mean? Just that. Sure. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I would love to go see Adele. I also really like, um, I always, I really want to go see Louis Capaldi. He was just in town. I know. I, Friday. I missed it. I know. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't in town. But uh, it's funny because he's so good. But I, I've been seeing these clips of his stand-up comedy he's doing. And he's funny as fuck, dude. It's hilarious. So he'll he'll do these heart gut-punching songs where you feel them so much. And he's singing them like crazy. And then he'll start just like cracking jokes right after. And the best part is like, his voice doesn't match him at all. No, not no, at not all. Not even at all. But I saw he did a private show in Toronto for a couple people. And he's like singing it. He stops. Yeah, let me clear my throat. That one, that one didn't sound as good. Let me start all over, guys. Yeah. Like I'm like, fuck. What a like. Again, it seems like someone who's just doing it because he enjoys it. Yeah, no, he he he's definitely amazing. So I, I would love to see him. But I I'm gonna try to go to more concerts this year too, because uh, I do I do I do love them. But it's just one of those things where when you are constantly making music and then rehearsing, it's like. And then going to shows, but I, I, I should do a better job. Okay, so what do you like doing in your off days then? Like, what's like... Well, I just, dude, literally... Skydiving, yeah. swimming in the ocean. Vomiting. Yeah, vomiting. <laughs> uh, I just got into boxing. Really? Yeah, Where do you just box? started. Uh, Body by Chosen. Okay. So shout out yeah, Body by out. Chosen. Shout out Jason. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's been... It's just brand new started, but I've been... I used to be... I used to kickbox as a kid. Okay. Uh, my brother was a, a gold medalist. Um, in the world championships oh, for kickboxing, older or younger, older. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he definitely beat your ass. He he would fuck me up and <laughs> everyone I cared about up. <laughs> he's just he's he's too strong. But uh, yeah. So I just decided like I was like you know what let me just get into boxing because I was starting to get bored of like w- just doing a workout. You know what I mean? Like going doing the typical sets and you know what I mean. And I'm trying to get back into shape. Um, and I was like, you know what? I love boxing. I watch boxing. I love MMA. Let's just try boxing. And and that's been probably the most fun thing I've done in a while. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't so, feel foreign to me. I kind of remember the stuff I used to as a kid. Well, and you feel good. Like it, the hour, I don't know how long your classes are, if you do privates or whatever, but they, it goes by fairly quickly. So, so much quicker than doing They're just running on a treadmill. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, so that's I, I, I used to I used to play a lot of video games. I, I, I'm kind of off the video games now. I'm kind of laser focusing on like uh, my career and like I, I really want to make some uh, new music and uh, I do a lot of side hustles too. Uh, just kind of working right now. That's my main focus is just work. Okay. What so, other side hustles do you do? Uh, I work uh, I work in the music industry on on the side, uh, like just helping out artists and uh, helping out like social media okay, stuff yeah, yeah. and. Just like anytime I'm, I'm, I'm just like a dot connector too. So anytime some, some someone needs something like a sorter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So on the label side, like signing artists and stuff and just like building, um, building more, uh, sources of, you know, income. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. So what's a, what's a typical day look like for you then? Wake up, box, go to the, the studio. Like what, 
Yeah, like right now, yeah. This okay. is funny. That would it just started last week. Okay. But uh, basically, I. Wait, is this gonna last or is this just like a phase? No, this is definitely gonna it's last. Gonna last, okay. Yeah. You guys uh, hold them accountable to this. Hold me accountable, please. Now wake In up. A month from now, he's like, oh, yeah, I can't go boxing. Yeah. No, I, I just love it, dude. It's just fun. Um, especially because like I want to get to the point where, um, you know, maybe I'm like doing some amateur fights you know that's okay. how much i love it well now that thing's like that's becoming a big thing i feel like the social I see media jake like, paul making more money on boxing bro. in one night than his whole youtube career bro he, what, what he did is insane like what yeah. he did is insane you know what's crazy about that so before jake paul was like telling everybody he was boxing i was at his house uh because uh logan invited us to a party I don't know if it was Logan or Jake. I love how you're casually dropping. This. Yeah, like the biggest internet people in the world just invited us over to their house. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah, when you live in L.A. for six years, man, you yeah. just... You made a couple you, friends, eh? You made a couple friends. But uh, we were there, um, and everyone's partying, everyone's having a good time. And I just look in the backyard, and it's Jake training in his boxing ring in his backyard. And I'm like, I didn't know this dude boxed. So it's funny when I hear people be like, oh, Jake's not a real boxer. Listen... I was I was at a party. I was drunk. Everybody's drunk. The only person not drunk is Jake at 2 a.m. training his ass off. So anytime I see him box, I'm rooting for him. Like a lot of people don't like him for whatever reason, just because I think he's a successful entrepreneur. But uh, there's probably other reasons. I don't know. I don't look into people's like personal life yeah. like a lot of people do. But he really puts in that effort. Man, anybody who hates on someone who is doing what they love doing, doing what they dream of doing and making fucking bank doing it. Like who the fuck are, who are, who are you to talk to him? Like this guy's making what? 50 mil a fight, 40 mil a fight. Probably more. something ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Guys worth what? 200 mil right now, 150 yeah. mil. And you're going to chirp him. Oh, he's not a boxer. It's like, yo, shut the and fuck the up. Nice the guy. guy's got paid to fight. Therefore yeah. you are a professional boxer. You got paid to make music. You are a professional artist. I don't get paid to podcast, but if I did, I would be a professional podcaster. You're a professional podcaster. Fuck it. And you have gotten paid. You just, I have before paid. I have, we have, put the camera, we're not, I don't we're know not if that's paid. your whole shtick, but this man's we, been paid yeah, and he's a professional we podcast. Used to, we used to get paid. Yeah. We don't have a sponsor now. Max, get on it. Exactly. No, but you know, what I mean? anyone who hates, we talked about this earlier though. Anyone who hates on someone for doing something that they're good at or doing something, people, uh, when he knocked out fucking, uh, what was the UFC fighter's name? Woodley. Woodley. When he like actually dropped him, People are like, oh, yeah. Everyone's talking shit before. He I dropped like, yeah. him clean. Yeah, he dropped him clean. What was yeah. the other UFC fighter? The wrestler? Anderson Silva. No, the other, the, the white guy that he dropped. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He was the... The uh, wrestling kind of dude. Yeah, not Hoffman. Um, what, what was his name? Asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Askren or something. Yeah, he fucking dropped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what else does the guy need to do? Okay, yeah, he lost his last fight, but he went the fucking distance. And again, he made no, he, bang. Yeah, and, and he's... Bang. And, like, listen, when I... Like when you're training at two two a.m. while everybody's partying, like you're that means you love it. So he clearly is putting in the effort. So are you the guy that when you're in the studio and everyone's drinking, having good times, you're just fucking sitting at the computer? Um, you having drinks too with everybody? You, uh, so there's two like can't lie because they're here too. Right? Yeah, there's two versions they'll, they'll of me. Call you out. I, I do a lot of my own music by myself in my okay. crib, but when I'm in the studio, I'm understanding that I'm probably gonna go home and finish it. So let's just try to have the best time in the studio. So I'm drinking. I'm having yeah, a good time. And you'll never know what's going to happen to you. Like yeah. Maybe you get some good ideas, some creativity. But I'm very particular on how I make music. So when I go back home, I'll cut my own records. I'll record them. I'll mix them, all that. But when I'm in the studio, it's all about just like, you know, usually just I'll be in sessions with artists and like the first three, four times we get together, we're just becoming friends. And then six months down the line, it's like, hey, I got a record for you. You want to pop on it? Yeah. So when I'm in the studio... It's usually like we're just having fun. So what about writing camps? You attend them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, writing camps. Do you enjoy them then? I, I like If you're them. very particular, it's kind of tricky because everyone's Ooh. got their own say, right? Well, for me, I'm particular. For another artist, it's very it's a lot easier to write a song okay. for them because I don't have to think about how am I going to brand this, what my label is going to think, what the you you're know, like That's your problem. You figure that out. I'm like, here's a song. Like If you, you like it, you like it. it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. So yeah, I do a lot of writing camps. There's... A lot of cool ones I've been to. We've done some in like Malibu. We've done some in, I remember we did uh, one at like the Godfather's Mansion in LA, which was insane. They were like, oh no, the craziest one was Tupac's like old house in Los Angeles. That's there, crazy. I know. I was like, Jesus, that's like my favorite rapper of all time. And I'm like sitting here writing music. I didn't even, feel, house, like, yeah. I didn't even feel like kind <laughs> of like 
we were supposed, I was like, I don't know if he would want that right now. Like me in his house. That is crazy. Yeah. If you, uh, actually we got to talk about the single before we wrap up. Um, but before we do that, if you weren't a musician, what would you do? Be in the NBA. hundred <laughs> percent. I couldn't do it. But if I, if you gave me a, I love as soon as you ask that people in the background start laughing. Eh? Yeah, no, I would, I, if I had the ability to do anything, I wouldn't even be a singer. It'd be in the NBA and I could be like a six man. I don't even need to be the star. Okay. Yeah. What position? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, you doing, don't even fucking know. <laughs> no, no, I, I'd probably do. I'd probably play three. Okay. Three and D that's, that's, you know what I mean? That's all you need. <laughs> I'm gonna let other people. Are you like half decent at basketball? I'm really bad, but I can shoot. <laughs> you know what sucks? I'm a really good golfer, and I don't want to be. Okay, but that, no, golfing's a legit sport to be good at because you can play till you're like 80. Yeah, like I'm like very good at golf. Like, what's very good? Are like, you sub 80? Like 85 to oh, 90. Oh, so fuck, you're good then. Yeah, yeah that's I can. The craziest thing is I can drive it like 320. Okay, so you're solid. But I would trade anything to like play. Like in the Europe League or like in China, you don't even want to play in the NBA. Just fucking no, just no pro chance. ball, eh? So My man's good. going out to like Turkey soon to fucking play basketball. Yeah, give me like twenty thousand a year and I'll play <laughs> basketball. Like I, I could live off of. Did you go play like rec at all? I used to. I I did in in LA. I did the twenty four hour fitness. Like yeah, we yeah, play yeah. pickup until, um, one dude who was just way too big. Like he didn't know how to play basketball, but he definitely knew how to take steroids. Uh, he. He, uh, I fouled him, um, but I didn't. But he and he said, "That's a foul." And I was like, "All right, shoot your free throws." And then he pushed me like it was like some superhero, and I flew back like six <laughs> feet. And I was like, "All right, well, none of us are making money doing this, so I'm gonna just leave, man. I don't want to die." <laughs> oh, in two K, yeah, I was ranked uh, fifth in the world in NBA two K. There we go. So when I asked you what are the, what are the things you like doing outside of music, you sh- casually didn't mention the I top forgot. five in 2K. Thank you, Max. Yeah, I was I was top five in 2K. Uh, for, That's like legit. Yeah, I would slap anyone. You used to play, obviously, I'm assuming? No, actually, I was just like... How do you go from top five to not like barely playing? I just feel like it's just like I was top five, but... Honestly, I don't really like 2K anymore. I think they're Wait, Did you like company. compete in tournaments and shit? I would compete in tournaments, yeah. Uh, but... They're just a bad company, honestly. They're very, like, um, a lot of microtransactions. It's a very, like, pay-to-play game. And you wouldn't think of it because it's just a basketball game. But it's actually, like, a legitimately terrible game. No one should oh, really? play that game. Yeah. It's the, the whole my team. You know, like, FIFA? Like, are we talking, like, FIFA the game or FIFA, like, the organization? Ultimate team. Like, you know, like... The Bro, I'm, like, the, I'm terrible exactly. at video games. I don't know. It's all, like, it's like, it's like they've, they've found a way to, like, make gambling a thing in these sports games. So you so play you can real gamble money. on sports games on esports games? No, you you just gamble with like getting players. It's so stupid. It, explain it to somebody who doesn't understand it. Like it doesn't make any sense. But people okay. pay pay real money to like play the game basically, and it's expensive. And you were really good. I was really good. Yeah, very good. That's fucking wild. Yeah. You know we say like earlier like things that you can't Google. These are the things you can't Google. Really good at two K. Can't it won't jump out of a plane. Scared of bees. And don't want to drown. Or, sorry, don't want to swim in the ocean. Yeah. Those are those things. I'm never going to drown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, tell us about the new single and, and what you're working on, I guess, in the next coming months. Um, so the new single is To Whoever Has You Next. It's out now. It's uh, Gut Look Puncher. excited because this is like the good promo. Program. Okay. Uh, well, it's just not an exciting <laughs> song. It's a sad one. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a breakup song about um, just – I feel like there's so much – toxicity in the world about ending a relationship uh so this one's just kind of like letting that person know that you're always going to care about them so it's like you know a lot of people like to be like oh my life's so much better without it's like nah like i really care about that person and i hope that they have an amazing life and it's just uh it's just a really you got to listen to it alone don't play it at the club that's for sure Uh, i'm assuming this was written for somebody or someone in mind yeah okay Definitely was okay. Does does she does she know? I would assume so. Okay. Yeah. So this is like an obvious one. Yeah, she knows. Uh, she knows. <laughs> How's it working with her? Uh, what do you mean? Like, is she still in your life? Not in your life? Right now, it's just space. Okay, but that's fair. Further down the line, I think there's. It's hard when you 
care about somebody and it's a fresh breakup to like try to like immediately be friends i think you need that like yeah, space and then later down the line uh how, however long that is yeah when you both grow as people and yeah if it's meant to be you guys will come back to each other right that's the exactly the idea, right exactly man okay so what's the next couple months have in store for you um we got more music coming out i'm trying to drop a song every single month which is amazing uh some shows coming up some tours and hopefully more podcasts with this guy Oh, man, whenever you want to come on, yeah, I, I'm fun. chilling, man. We do this whenever you want, and especially we got the space here too. We'll definitely do a night. How long are you in town for? Uh, I leave tomorrow, fly to Ottawa, and then, we're not doing this again. and then and then come back. Okay, come back. the weekend. Let's be here. I'm in Michigan. All right, I'll send you a calendar if it's I don't. Not now, now that we know each other, I'll, I'll send a, <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the calendar. But hopefully, I don't projectile vomit or anything. Yeah, no. But if I'll, uh, yeah, I'll try not to run from bees. So. Yeah, don't worry. That's Thank that's you. it. Well, you know, like the big signs that come in, just bring a big like beehive or something. Yeah, yeah, this bitch. Yeah, but no, I appreciate you coming on. Obviously, this is a lot of fun. Uh, we we definitely need to do this again. And yeah. when you have any shows coming up or anything? Uh, yeah, soon. I I just can't say, but uh, probably I'll be able to say. Okay, we'll talk offline. Another month. Yeah. Okay. Good. If people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, all your songs, where can they go? How can they find you? Follow me on Instagram at 12 a.m., 1, 2 a.m., and uh, YouTube, 12 a.m., TikTok, 12 a.m., everything. It's actually crazy you have 12 a.m. on everything. It's crazy. Like any four-letter name on all social media is like so funny. It's a cheat code when you're trying to get someone's attention. Oh, man. You know how many times I've tried to like buy Rick, Ricky, Rick with like... I can help you out with that. Actually? All right. Okay. We'll talk after. We'll talk offline. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you made it to the end of this, we appreciate you. Give 12 a follow. Follow your pals. Subscribe. All those fun things. And we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. I got alone with no one thing.